Your Google business listing has not been claimed or verified. What? Press 1 to be connected to an agent. No, Press 2 to be placed on our do not call list. Thank you for holding. My name is Brian. Hey, These Brian. calls are being recorded for quality assurance. I'm here to assist you with your Google business listing. What did I win? Did so I win? what we're talking about is your Google business listing. The wax bear. Medium well, please. Hello. My name is Cadillac Jack. I joined Atlanta Radio when I was 19 years old, put in a loyal 26, 27, 28 years. Welcome to my second act. It's a podcast where we talk about things you're already talking about with family and friends. Our conversations include current events, pop culture, things in the headlines, things being, uh, you know, headlines in the news. We talk about music and trends and revealing stories about marriage, parenting, and personal growth, which sometimes, Donna, can also be endearing stories Mm. as well. Hopefully they're endearing. My name is Donna. I'm Caddy's wife. Um, You know, I've been getting a lot of Amazon boxes lately. I don't know if you're aware uh, I have seen many Amazon boxes being delivered. I'm going to talk to you about that as well. I have a question. Okay, go ahead with your question well, first. No, you first. Ladies first. Well, I'm just because it makes it so easy. And doing radio and getting up so early, I have no, I've told you this before, I have no energy. So I'm not able to go out and source things as much and like go from store to store and like, okay, do I want this? Do I want that? Especially when you're doing a lot of home projects, because right. a lot of times you do go different places. You know, you go to Home Goods, you'll go to Ballard's, you'll go to wherever. I don't have time for that crap. So I've been ordering everything on Amazon. Okay. And then the other day, I ordered this um, reticulating. Um, I'm sorry, that's de- what to your what? It's a, a, called, listen, it's called a reticulating desktop arm for my microphone to okay. get my microphone off the Bible. You know, I've had my microphone sitting on top of a Bible. I did know that, yeah. Yes, that was sitting on top of something else. Well, anyways, I wanted to get it up in the air so I'd be all professional and stuff. And I think it's working well, don't you? You you sound fantastic. Well, so I ordered a reticulating arm, and it showed that it had been delivered, but it wasn't delivered. So I go into my Amazon app, and I'm like, never received it. And they're like, well, we'll send you another one, and here's the label in case the first one shows up. And I'm like, but it says delivered. Like, I don't see it. And I looked everywhere in the yard. Roscoe hadn't torn it up. Nothing. So last night when we got home from Father's Day dinner, which was fantastic. We'll talk about later. I get a text from Andrea, our neighbor, and she says, did you by chance get like a comforter, some sheets, and I forget what else, or a du- duvet cover? And I'm like, possibly. I had ordered some sheets and some towels. Okay. But when they came in, I had all these boxes. And I opened this other box, and I'm like, dang, how many sheets did I order? But I'm like, whatever, I'll go with it. Well, it was their sheets. Oh, man. I didn't know we had a neighbor named Andrea. I don't know which is more shocking. Jesus' wife. So so she has your reticulating. Uh, my reticulating bed. arm, yeah. and I had her sheets. So here's the best part. I said, I think I do. I didn't put them on bed bed. I did take them out of the box because I thought it was just more stuff I had bought. Do you by chance have my reticulating uh-huh. um, microphone arm? And she said, okay. we do. We opened that box. We're so sorry. We thought it was something because they're in that phase that we were last year where they're buying all this stuff for their daughter to go to college right? and just boxes are just pouring in. So I, I said, I'm going to put on my flip flops and I'll head over your way. And she says, and I'm keeping this text forever because I'm okay. just going to use it like for other people okay, and not even tell them what context. And she said, Jesus is heading up your driveway. Wow. I'm just going to send it to people just randomly. Like I'm going to send it to Betsy. 
our pod peep today. Betsy Richards. Jesus Betsy is, Sadie yeah, Richards. Jesus is heading up your driveway. She's going to be like, where's he? Good. You know, it's like, spelled, fantastic. It's spelled the same way. Yes. Because it doesn't have the little kachuchi over it. Well, it's a till, I think. A till or kachuchi. I don't know. I, I think a kachuchi is in the same box as your ridiculating Rick. <laughs> arm thing that uh, well anywho so yeah. he meets me jesus meets you in the driveway what was that yeah, like? and i said damn amazon can't get anything right and he said i know and i said where do you i said i've got all these returns that i've got to do for amazon because i've got an extra reticulating arm now and all this uh, stuff i do too and i've I, had a problem mine matter of fact. and i said i just take them itching. to the whole foods you know the amazon station in whole foods did you know that there's one there? I didn't. I don't have an Amazon account. I've never ordered anything from Amazon. You said the other day you got a Prime account. I did, but I, I forgot my password and username, and I'd never ordered anything. So, oh my god, it's back to. Well, anyways, back to, there's back all to these return zero. locations. You can return at Kohl's. You can return at Whole Foods. And he said, "No, no, no. You just take them up to the UPS store." And I'm like, "Huh?" And I said, "Why does your company, because he works for UPS, right. want to take back Amazon returns?" And he says. We can return anywhere. And I said, oh, well, I do the one where you don't have to have the label and you just bring the box in and the stuff's hanging out of it and they just take it and do something with it. And that's like at Kohl's and stuff. Don't you know those Kohl's workers? If we have any pod peeps that are Kohl's workers, I want you to weigh in on this. I bet they are pissed off that they have to deal with Amazon returns. Like if you ever get stuck on the Amazon desk, you're like, hmm, what I do wrong? Where was I the other day? I had to, I know what it was. I had to have something uh, uh, shipped to Verizon. And I was at, uh, I was lazy and just didn't want to do it. And so I went to Staples because they ship things for you at Staples. That's my point. Yeah. Well, Verizon had printed me out a label, which was very kind of them and everything. And so I take my thing into Staples with my uh, pre-printed label, prepaid, pre-printed label from Verizon. And is it just all cattywampus, like hanging out of the box and everything? Well, no, it was, it was not even packed up because again, you pay for that service. Right. They do that for you for a, a fee at, at Staples. Mm-hmm. So I go in just carrying a box and the actual thing I had to ship. And I walk up to the gentleman at the counter, and he he packs it for me and tapes it up. And it looks beautiful. And I hand him the label. Guess what? Verizon has a deal with FedEx. Staples has a deal with? UPS. UPS. Uh-oh. UPS for the win. So they wouldn't take your box? Said, did did he, like, unpack it and go, here no, you go, here's your crap back? he was very kind. I gave him a little, him a little 20. I slid him a 20, and well, I said, thank you. Just for- like, are you, huh? like, Arthur? Arthur Blank? The him or that little man that drove around New York drunk all the time in the car oh, just handed Dudley out money? Moore. Dudley Moore. Yes. No, I don't, I'm not a drunk, Donna. I haven't had a drink in four or five years. But just handing out money to people. It was a $20 bill, Donna, that I gave to this kind gentleman uh, at Staples in Peachtree City because- And he accepted it. Uh, he didn't want to, it seemed, in the beginning. Uh, but he, he, he gave in. I think I could simplify my life in a lot of different ways. I just don't have time to do it. I think you could save yourself a lot of money yeah. just handing out money like All it's right. Pez. Thank you. It's Donna. I'm Caddy. This is Cadillac Jack, my second act. Father's Day. Happy Father's Day. Happy late Father's Day. We don't, well, we're late only because today's Tuesday of, uh, of the week, but uh, Sunday night, Will, our 24-year-old son, and Donna, Jack, and myself, Cadillac Jack, and Charlotte Jack, who is our rising high school senior, had a wonderful dinner together in the city of Atlanta at uh, – 7.30 at Blue Ridge Grill, one of my favorite, if not my favorite restaurant in Atlanta. That's why we chose it. And uh, we had a great meal, just like we did the weekend prior for my birthday. I'm telling you, you're costing me a fortune. It's Caddy Jack month. Oh, Lord. Yes. Can't get enough of me. I mean, you've got presents. You've got your presents we love. You've got food. 
I mean, food, like food and food and food. It's so expensive. But it's but been I a, love you. But it's been a it's great, worth it. great run, a great two weekends with the kids. Yes, and, it has been. Um, We're going to start doing a Sunday supper. We talked about that last night. Tell everybody what that's going to be about. So Sunday supper, it's going to be it's hard when you have kids all over the place. And Olivia is our 17-year-old. No, she's not 17. 19. How old is she? 19. Oh, my God. Y'all know how I am with ages. Yeah. She's 19. She had got a job this summer in Knoxville where she's in school. And so she stayed up there. She has come home maybe once, but she's coming home this coming weekend um, because she's working a lot. She worked this last weekend. Um, so she has not been, you know, the Fab Five has not been together. That's what we call ourselves. So there's five of us. So we have been, because of the last two weekends, like you said, because of your birthday and Father's Day, we've been going to dinner on Sunday nights. So Will said, I kind of like this tradition. And so we have decided that we're going to start the Sunday Supper Club and we're going to go to a different restaurant every Sunday. And that way these kids can go to a bunch of different restaurants, get exposure to a lot of different types of foods and that kind of stuff. And you can just spend a lot of money feeding us. I thought that everybody began to get a little surly towards the end. I'm not going to lie. Why? Here's why. I'll tell you why. Because the dinner at that point had, had been running for an hour and a half. No one needs a 90-minute dinner. There's no one in the world that I want to sit oh, down do. with. Huh? I do. No. I could sit and have dinner with 45 you. Not minutes. you. but 45 pe- minutes. I mean you, but or people. For three, four hours. 45 minutes is my personal cap. That's not true. We've had a New Year's Eve dinner that lasted two and a half hours. Exactly. And so, um, no, that was a great dinner. That was a great dinner. But as a general rule, though, I just don't have the patience or the bandwidth. And we also get up at the crack of ass. That's true. Do a morning show. So I um, I, I just, uh, you know, Will was uh, Will was ready to go. Will didn't want dessert. He made that very clear. However, uh, Charlotte and you wanted dessert. Will doesn't control the whole menu. He doesn't. He, you're right about that. But he, he, it was pretty clear that he, he, he was ready to go. As was I. And I have anytime we go out to uh, dinner, I have an ask of of those that that we're getting ready to break bread with. And my ask is pretty simple. And whether it's family or friends, or if you've been to dinner with us, you know that I have this ask, and that is before we get there, find the time at some point during your day to pull up their menu and go ahead and decide uh, what you would like to order for supper. People for don't dinner. want to do that, Kenny. They or don't. For lunch. They well, don't. but it moves things along. It's more it's fi- about moving things along. It's, it's more about efficient. Camaraderie, conversation. You're like, are we ready to go? Is everybody ready to order? I'll tell the waitress. I told her last night. I said, listen, we're ready for everything. We'll start with drinks. Go. And everybody rattles off their order, whether it's an app, whether it's a salad. If you you better get it now. Oh God, order now. Our dog. Uh, because the, the orders are going in, and this is it. This is your shot. Pull up their menu and decide what you go ahead and make your election. Uh, and make a note of what you would like and any sides and uh, dessert, drink, everything included. We need it all. And because we're going to lay it on the, the waiter or waitress as soon as they step up. We're ready to go. We're ready to order now. Let me go see what this little dog's up to. I'll be okay. right back. All right, Donna, we're going to return to the podcast. And then uh, go ahead and bring us a check. Go ahead and work up the check and drop it off. And, and we'll go ahead and settle up on the bill so we don't have to wait for that either. Uh, dinner with me is just, uh, man, it is it's a grand time. Let me tell you, I'm sure. What have Who, you been doing? Me? Mm-hmm. When? Well, I've been gone. Uh, nothing. Oh. Well, Roscoe had to chase down the painters that were leaving our neighbor Robin's driveway. Didn't care for them. Okay. Were they Americans? Yeah. No. Yeah. I sort so. of. I don't know. Yeah, I think I'm so. not getting in this conversation. All right. Um, no, I just was waiting on you. Story of my life. Mm. Um, I almost took your car out. You did. You did. Uh, Will and I were both very shaken by that. The fact that you just you you don't have any sort of rear end collision alert or something, um, and that you did not know that there was a huge Ford Fayetteville Ford F one fifty Raptor that weighs about ten million tons 
and is seven inches wider than a standard Fable Ford F one fifty. Uh, at the bottom of the driveway, and you were back. You were coming. You were just trucking down the driveway in reverse with your head out the window, which maybe is the problem. I'm just going to go out on a whim here. Okay, but we have talked about this with our driveway. You, in order to get down our driveway, you have to put your. You can't rely on your mirror or your backup camera. That's how my sister Annette took out our um, azalea bushes. Uh, Sean down the street took out our mailbox. You you can't do that. You have to put your head out the window because it's a very specific way you have to get down. I had my head out the window, but I'm not looking backwards. I'm looking to the side, which means I could see nothing in my rearview mirror. Right. No one would assume that if you see me coming down the driveway, you're going to sit like a sitting duck with half That's of your truck in the driveway and half of your truck in the cul-de-sac. Well, Just Will, get in the cul-de-sac. Will had, moved, the cul-de-sac. Okay. Will had moved his truck to the cul-de-sac so we could all get out and go to dinner because, as you know, we don't drive or ride together. So we're taking two vehicles uh, to, to, to Blue Ridge Grill, which is uh, off West Paces Ferry, inside the perimeter in Atlanta. And, and Will had moved his truck to the cul-de-sac. So I was waiting on him to get into my truck so we could leave. Here you come at 85 miles an hour. I clocked you, Hardly. 83 and a half miles Hardly an hour. down the driveway. Down the drive in reverse. My God, Will's like, Dad, I don't think she's stopping. I didn't know what he was talking about. I think I was probably scrolling Twitter or something. And he's like, Dad, I don't think Donna's going to stop. And here you come. I look up, and you are, <laughs> you are. The brake lights are right there. Bam! And I lay down on my horn. Like, oh my God! Thank God you did. I, I would have run right into you. You I'm were not going kidding. to. You about? Yeah, I think you actually brushed my truck. Did I? Was that your gavel? That was. I had my gavel in my hand. <sighs> you think I did? I did. did I oh, it was car? close. I got to tell you, it was close. It, 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 we we were. We, I was upset. I'm not gonna lie. I, I called you. I, I had to. If you notice, the call didn't come in for about seven minutes. Because I had to calm down. I didn't want to call you with uh, just venom, you know? Because How are you going to have venom? People make mistakes. Donna, My you God. don't back down a driveway into someone's yeah. truck. Yeah, you do if you don't see them. And if right. the person's just sitting like a Check sitting duck. Check your rear view mirror. You would have seen me if you'd looked in your rear view mirror. I was right there. You I couldn't already miss said me. I'm looking outside my window, Caddy. That's the problem. That's the problem. You can't drive. That's the problem. That's, oh, that's, the, whole, that's the whole theme. The whole thread. As you know from listening to this podcast, is Donna can't drive. Charlotte, when Charlotte walked into the Blue Ridge Grill Sunday night for the Father's Day dinner, she looked like she'd seen a ghost. Hmm? Yes, because you're just a horrible driver. That's not oh, true. We, yes, it is. We talked was, about it. You we need talked to about stop. it. I'm not. Yeah, I, I did get into a little traffic issue on the way back you, from the Braves a, game last with week. A, with a Georgia DOT employer, yeah, employee who was I putting did. down cones to do some light construction. I did. Here's what happened. They're doing too much damn construction around the city. And if you are listening to this podcast, which we hope you are, well, from this are. city, Thank you. from this city, you understand. If you were listening from another city, I encourage you to hire a driver if you come to Atlanta. Because I'm I'm ready to hire Ned, the driver. Because I'm coming back from the Braves oh. game. It's dark. I go 75 to 285, 285 to 400. If you recall, there was a period of time when they took all the signs off 400 that told you what the exits were. And it was just willy-nilly. And you've admitted, Cadillac Jack, that it was a problem. Mm, maybe. Okay, whatever. So the signs are back. So they say Roswell Road and 400. But there was a period of time where when you had to get off on Roswell Road and kind of go up this hill and then continue on down 400. Well, now they've siloed yeah. Roswell Road and 400 north. What's that mean? Okay. Are you ready? What's that mean? They siloed them. What's that mean? Well, like, now they're separated again. They were kind of like one exit. You exited Roswell Road right. and kept going to go 400 or turn left to go Roswell Road. Oh, I see. Yes, they were, they were individual single exits. Correct. Now they're comboed. 
they were combo. Now they're single exits again. Okay. So it says 400. So I exit the 400 way. And there's a left side. This is a very, very confusing long story. Okay. There's a left side and a right side. And I'm on the left side. And I'm like, this isn't right because I see cones and stuff. So I get over to the right side. And I turn to Charlotte and I go, am I getting off on the right exit? Yeah. She's like, I don't know. You defer a driving question in a construction zone to our new driver, the youngest driver in the house. Mm -hmm. Oh. So all of a sudden, Jasper in his Ford 250, 356, 700 comes backing up. With his amber lights. His amber lights are on. Yeah, he backs up. He's like, rolls down his window. So I stop, roll down my window. I said, am I going the right way? He goes, kind of, but you were in the wrong lane. And I said, well, y'all got to mark this better. Uh He goes, this is a temporary exit, ma'am. I said, well, what's the problem then? He said, well, now you got nine people behind you on the wrong side of the road. They followed you into that lane. Like Pied Piper. Oh, my God. So he said, now I got to get all of y'all over into the right lane. So he gets out these glow sticks, (laughs) Caddy, and he starts moving people over into the correct lane. One by one. Mm -hmm. And he's mad. He's like waving his glow sticks angry, like, you shouldn't have followed this woman. Well, I agree with him. Good Lord. Then fix your damn sign. You know that? Who's the guy that says, here's your sign? Billing Vaughn. I almost said to him. Here's your sign and shot uh, him a bird, but I didn't because I'm just not that kind of woman. That's I'm really that's not. Some classy. That's I'm classy. not. Yeah. I'm not. All right. But you know what? It's not just me. There's plenty of people listening that are being taken down in Atlanta daily by the fact that 400 goes from five lanes to one lane, that part of 400 you drive on like the Great Wall of Russia, and part of it you're on the actual 400. Whatever. I don't want to talk about some mess. Well, you, don't, you don't need to be driving. At the end of the day, that's the problem. You don't need to be on the road. Thank you. you Thank you, you, sir. You're a, you're a liability. You're take to, my license. You're take a liability to other drivers and yourself, by the way. Our kids. I want to you have it. admitted that you can't drive either at night. I can't see at night. I can drive. I just can't see. Well, you can't see. You can't drive. All right. Have you noticed all around the house these little, it's like Halloween, like, you know, Halloween candy, little boxes of, um, oh, what am I eating? Milk duds, little tiny baby yeah, well, they have like milk yeah, duds. They have two, two, two nuts per, or not, but like two nugget filled milk I think duds three. per box. Is three? I think you get three. I think it depends on how big they are, how big the. Yes. Yeah. So I got this, I was somewhere like at CBS or something, and I just saw this huge bag of candy. And I was going to take it to work because I like to leave candy at work for all these kids to eat, to keep them all hopped up, moving. Right. Charlotte eats all the Kit Kats. I don't know what you eat. But I eat these milk duds, and I'm obsessed with them. But here's the thing about milk duds. My jaw has been hurting uh-huh. lately because it takes so much effort to chew, chew a milk dud. It just as much effort to pass them. Do you have any problems passing them? I haven't noticed that. Yeah. But I was thinking to myself, self, I do. like, I don't need to be eating this, but I can't stop eating it. Do you know that there's things that you know are absolutely, and I don't mean like, well, I eat hamburgers every day, and that's like bad for my artist. But I mean, just something like this weird item. I got you. Here's my gavel. Charleston Chew. Yes. Yep. Yep. What happens to you, Cadillac Ooh, Jack, when you wee. eat Charleston Chew? Let me Chews? tell you something. There's some sort of something angry happens in my belly, in my intestine. <laughs> something angry. It's like the perfect storm. It's a tornado, hurricane, and 
a snow uh, event, a blizzard, uh, and they all come together at the same time. And it's, it's, it's tummy again. It's explosive, is what it is. Embarrassing. It is. You smell like I smell yes. like sulfur when I eat yes. Charleston shoes. I smell like, and I, I refuse to eat them uh, because I don't want to smell like sulfur. Because but you have before where you you have I've caught you eating them, and I'm like, hi. You cannot uh, eat those. That's not. I don't. I don't know that to be true, Donna, because I don't want to smell like sulfur. It's horrible. It, it is the most. It's it's, <laughs> in, it's horrible, horrible. I don't know what happens between my rooter and my tutor when I have a Charleston <laughs> shoe, but something does. There's some sort of interaction. There's a comma missing, or there's a, an extra carbon added, or something. I don't know what it is. We figured it out one time because, yeah. like, I don't. I don't even go in. Oh, this, it's but horrible. it was just oh terrible, God. and I'm like. What have you, have you, you eaten like 400 deviled eggs? Yes, what have you done? You have no control over it. You have none whatsoever. <laughs> and suddenly you just smell like a fart everywhere you go. You smell, I mean, it's not just like a, like, a, you know, no, it's like one of those that just, the, wall pe- the wallpaper has been peeled from the walls. Uh, that kind of fart. That's what it smells like. It's so embarrassing. It was horrible. How did so we narrow true. it down? This is a tr- I don't remember. I don't remember how he did it. I cannot go into a store and see a Charleston chew and not just go, oh. No, I know, and I love them, but My I was like, no, I can't get those, My or he'll get into shit. them. Yes. But it's the same thing. Like These milk duds are going to pull out every like filling Jeez, yeah. that I have. I have no self-control. I admit that. I have no self-control over anything, but I have I have made myself become aware that I must be have self-control over Charleston chews because I don't want to infl- I don't want anyone to have to smell what I smell like. Mm. When I have a Charles, <laughs> I don't want to put that on any, even my ex mother in law. I, I well maybe her, <laughs> maybe her Shelba. But I, as a general rule, there's no one I can think of as we visit right now together on this podcast. There's not a person I can think of that I would wish that you would be with me when I smell <laughs> the way I do when I have a Charleston shoe. Put that on a damn t shirt. <laughs> It's true. That oh, is a true story. Gross. Oh my god! It's disgusting. Okay. It's disgusting. Well, well disgusting. I just thought about that. I mean, what do you think it is? Well, I don't know, but like you know, like an alcoholic will wake up and like they're like, oh god, there's like beer bottles or wine bottles everywhere. Right. I've got little mini milk dud packets just everywhere, and I'm like, god, I gotta stop. I gotta stop. I think they do a horrible job. Who's who's the parent company? Mars, I guess. I don't know. for milk duds. I think they do a horrible job with their packaging. It's not environmental. It's not environmentally friendly. It's not. But I mean, you just chew on it, chew on, and you're like. Why? Is that part of the appeal? How hard it is to chew it? I don't know. It's a fight. You know, your molars are just, they're rubbing together and they're creating friction. You could fry an egg. Okay, they're next so question. What's that? Since you have hit the big 5-0, uh-huh. have yeah. you just woken up and had... Every day. No, but like weird pains and stuff? You have no idea. Are but you that, being serious? You're yes. just saying that. No, but that happened about 32 for me. But like, can you bend down without being like, oh. No. I needed to touch my toes for something. I swear to God. I don't. Why would you need to touch I your don't, toes? I don't. I swear. I don't remember why. Okay. But I, I'm, done, I'm not kidding. I had to touch my toes for some reason, or I needed to touch my toes for some reason. I couldn't do it. And I said, you know. Well, like when you have to tie your shoes. Uh, how do you, it's is, a process. What do you do? It is a, oh my God, I roll to the left. <laughs> I do. And then I grab my knee and bring it inward. Oh, it's horrible. I'm so Because last night we go to dinner mm-hmm. and I'm fine when we leave and I get out of the car and I'm limping because something happened to the top of my foot and it's still hurting this morning and I have done nothing. Like, well, I mean, I did work. I worked a lot and stood on my feet this weekend and I do stand on my feet. Yeah, well, I did nothing and I've got the same problem. Do you have a problem putting socks on? Yes. At the store, we have these little white sizer things that go on like, you know, they're small, medium, large, excellent. And they go on the coat hangers and they fall off. All the time. And so they're like under the clothes. They're in the middle of the store and everything. So the kids that work with me now know I'm like 
an old woman. Like they fall off. I'll kick them toward the kids. And I'm like, oh God. Jacob, can you get that? Pick that up. He's like, Miss Donnie, you can get down there and bend that. I said, I can't. I can't. I can't. I, can't. I tell people that all the time. Don't make me bend over. I think mine, a lot of it was I did a lot of damage to my joints, like cheering and playing tennis and mm-hmm. stuff. I'm telling you. Right. Mine I, I is from mine. overactivity. I, I did. I, mine I, don't know what mine. I think from. mine's from underactivity. Could be. I've got this going on right now with the painter, Homero, because there's things you can't do, clearly. Uh-huh. Well, and it's, it's things, that and I won't do. But I just, I mean, the things that I have asked, because he's going to be here a while. He's painting the outside of our house, which is a scene, because... I didn't realize this in order to, I am blonde and everybody who's listening is going to be like, really lady, in order to paint your outside house, uh-huh. they can't just come out. I knew they like power washed it. And then I thought they started painting. Mm-mm. They've got to fix all the wood. Scissors. Well, because it won't look, I mean, you can't just paint over wood that's peeling off. Well, you can. And all the sure stuff. you can. Get him okay. limbs on him. Where is he? So that he's been having to, so he's going to be here a while. And then he's mm. doing some indoor painting. Mm. But I said to him the other day, you weren't here. And Roscoe had gotten hold of a mole, a baby mole. Right. Basically a sack of moles. Right. Like a whack-a-mole. Uh-huh. This was a sack of moles. He dug in. Roscoe's our hound dog. He's seven years old. Got a lot of energy. He does. Love him. And he's a hunter. So he went under this, like, bush in the front yard, and I saw him digging, 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 digging. And I went out there, and I said, stop it. And he looked up at me, and he had a mole in his mouth. Oh, wow. And it was a baby mole, but I couldn't figure out what it was at first because it wasn't a bird. It wasn't a squirrel. It was a little baby something. They're naked, right? Yes. Now, I love all God's creatures, so this really upset me. So I went out into the garage, got my broom, went outside, started beating him with the broom. Not beating him hard. Who? Beating the ground. Beating the ground with the broom. Telling him to drop it. Drop it, Roscoe. Right. How'd that work for you? Oh, he's just throwing it up in the air and catching it and doing all this stuff. He takes the first one. If you're, if you're eating, just fast forward through this section, or you're a small child who's triggered by this situation. So he eats it. Ooh. I mean, literally like an amuse-bouche. No chaser or anything. He's just sitting there smiling, eating it. Wow. And I'm like, this has gone to level 17. So I call Homero. I'm sorry, you call who? Homero, the painter. Because oh. I knew he was on his way over. He was over at the Sherman-Williams store. And I said, when are you going to be here? And he said, I'm coming right now, Miss Donna. So he roars up the driveway in his little van. And he gets out. And I said, Homero, we got a situation. I said, he knows Roscoe because he's kind of scared. Well, how, how often is he at the house? Well, you've seen him. He's there every day. Well, maybe he's there more than I suspected because if he, if he and Roscoe have a relationship. So I said, Roscoe has got a bunch of moles and I, I got to get him away from these. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. I mean, he's just like making a big deal out of it too. Like we can't have this. I knew this was going to start to become a problem because uh-huh. now I'm on the hunt in our garage for, for tools that you don't own. Right. Well, I don't own any tools. I don't have a shovel. I asked you. I said, do we have a shovel? I don't think we do. What do you pick creatures up with? Uh, the, the hedge clippers. Well, that wasn't going to work on a little baby mole. So we needed something to scoop him in, scoop him into. Okay. A baby bassinet or something. What'd you find? Homer got in the garage. He starts digging around. Uh-huh. So what we, what he got, not right. we, he, is he got a Christmas tree stand mm-hmm. and a broom. Okay. And he scooped those little suckers into the Christmas tree stand. Yeah. Okay. But I mean, first of all, I had to like pull out the big guns to get Roscoe out of the yard and away from his stuff, his bounty. Okay. I had ham. I also had what sounded like some awesome treats, but in reality were was a bag of makeup sponges. Oh, he was very pissed. But anyways, he came inside. Do you know what he does? Should I clear my day tomorrow? How much longer is the store going to go? Do you know what he does? Uh, he 
he, he cuts her, slits her throats in front of you. No. Huh? What? Why would you say that? I don't know. He put them in his truck. Uh-huh. In the what, moles. truck bed. He put moles well, in, in his- No, he put the Christmas tree stand uh-huh. in the truck. Okay. Drives down the driveway, and uh-huh. he said, I'll be back in 10 minutes. I don't think you want to know this story. Uh, why, why, why no, it's not bad. This okay. Well, because Debbie listens. I got Homero from Debbie, our neighbor. Okay, that sounds like this is some sort of sex trafficking operation. No. Yep. That you and Debbie Parker have begun in Milton, Don't Georgia. even start that. Um, did so you he share dri- Romero? So, yeah, so he came back. Romeo for short. He came back, and I said, what would you do with him? He said, I took him down to Miss Debbie's yard. She doesn't know. She knows now. You and Debbie share Romero. Romeo. Romeo's his name. Romero. All right. Uh, we need to take care of some business, Donna. Let's talk about Donna. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about July 4th coming up. Let's talk about don't don't uh, rebook your, your vacation because you feel you're going to miss out on a great buy at Gallery Furniture because it's a holiday and every furniture store in the world does what? They, they have big sales, which can be deceiving sometimes. Uh, smoke and mirrors a lot of the times. It's like a shell game. These big big box retailers and their holiday sales. Every day is a sale day at Gallery Furniture. You're going to get the same price on that sectional on uh, a Monday that you're going to get on July 4th. Make sure that you are checking them out on Instagram. It's Ask for Wolfman Furniture pretty much multiple times a day. They are posting things that they have on the sales floor. And I, I every time I scroll through there, I'm like, oh my God, that is beautiful. That's incredible. That's good. That's really good. Um, so it kind of gives you some ideas of some of the things that they have before you even head up there. There's this one picture that they posted probably two days ago, and it's this beautiful leather sectional group of furniture. But then they also have the big cowhide rug. You know, they have right, those right. Um, rugs, the cowhide rugs. And then they have a great like picture of a big old bull. So it's like this whole theme. And I was looking and I was thinking that would be so cool in like a man cave, like in like a basement, you know, just the whole theme. And you can get the picture, the cowhide and the sectional for probably less than you would get a sectional somewhere else. Well, I mean, you get those the whole theme going. Big box retailers. You're right. Absolutely. Thank you, Donna, Marilyn, everybody up at Gallery Furniture for your support of the podcast in season one, episode one, S1, E1. Also, thanks to Fable Ford. I'm looking uh, at Fable Ford right now, Donna. From the Brightmore Healthcare Studios. I'm off the square in Fayetteville. Uh, I'm uh, at the Bear 92.5 where we do a morning show from 5.30 till 10 weekdays. Something happening on the lawn right now. And we've been recording this episode. I've been watching this all come down. Uh, today is Juneteenth. Not if you're listening on upload days. 20th, I think. Uh, which is a, uh, it's a celebration for slavery. No, you're not celebrating slavery. We're not. What are we doing? What are we doing? You're, you're celebrating the end of oh, enslavement. Yes, yes. yes. I oh should, did I get that right on radio this morning? Did you know? Mm. I think he was actually in Galveston, Texas, back in the 1800s to do away with slavery. Wouldn't, and that's why he then signed it into law as president, right? I guess. Or he saw some things like he didn't care for. Yeah. Um, I will tell you, you talking about Juneteenth on the morning show uh-huh. gives me great anxiety. Why? I don't know. I'm just like, what is he going to say? Yeah. Well, I have a lot of things to say okay. about it. Um, I sent Betsy. We, we mentioned Betsy at the top of this episode. I want to. Sure, text exchange Betsy and I had yesterday. Well, uh, are you sure uh, she wants you to do that? She sent me a picture of her wearing the uh, the Cadillac and Donna, the Bear 95 t shirt. Yes. Uh, she says, repping the show at the softball field in Woodstock. And I said, muchas gracias and all my love. I said, are you celebrating Juneteenth today or are you waiting until Monday? Because, listen, most people observed it on Saturday. The actual federal holiday was yesterday, if you're listening on Upload Day. Uh, if you miss it all together, man. Let me know how you did that so I can do it next year. Damn it, Betsy writes. Are you taking Monday or the whole weekend to celebrate? So there's a big celebration on the Fable Square today uh, with uh, just a lot of uh, 
a lot of celebrating going on because yeah. we're celebrating slavery at uh, June. No, we're in today. celebrating huh? the end of enslavement. End of. I said right. that though. I said that end of slavery. Yeah, end of slavery. All right. Next, Donna. are you going to do some hype songs? Uh, no. Okay. I don't. We don't have. The right, well, I'm just going to tell y'all. We're not going to do a hype song, but I'm going to add this to the hype song playlist, okay. even though this man's in a different universe well, with I'll, the hype songs. No, I'll see if I can't pull it up. Go ahead. But I am adding Sam Hunt outskirts. I love upskirt. Upskirt by Sam Hunt. Out. But it's just a great uh, song. I don't know if he wrote it. I was going to look into it, but I know, got a song called Outskirts. I don't have that's upskirt. it. Yeah. Sometimes I'm a Sam Hunt fan, and sometimes I waver. But this has brought me back. I'm telling I you. Tell you. You know what? I can't play. We don't have Bluetooth technology here. At the okay. Yeah, I can't, well, I'm serious. I can't. I swear to God, I can't. All right. Um, well, we're, we're limited in in what we're able to do when we record like this uh, from the from the Jack in the Box recording uh, complex. Here's what check I can that do. Out. Here's what I can do. I can turn it up real loud. Mm. That's good. Yeah, that's good. But get to the chorus. Of course, let me find the chorus. Moves a little slow in the beginning. Okay, because we're going to get another okay. season assist. Move it forward. Do you ever have problems with your slide bar on Spotify? Yes. I do. Do you really? I do all the time. Yes. Be a little hot on the trigger. Yeah. Can you hear that? Yes. I was on the Jelly Roll train early, yes. and now he's everywhere. So I'm telling you, I get on these songs, and I was on the Tyler Hubbard train way before everybody else. Is me my and Trudy. Favorite song that I'm hearing and playing on the Beer 95 right now. Yeah. Uh, Jelly Roll popped into Bonnaroo over the weekend. Uh, yep. Bonnaroo is a music festival in Manchester, Tennessee, halfway between Chattanooga and Nashville on I 24. Four day festival of drugs and rock and roll. And drugs and and more drugs and mm. uh, he was there and he performed with uh, Three Six Mafia. They're a rap group from Memphis, Donna, and they did a song called uh, "Ho Me Out My Pimp." Nope, it's hard out here for a pimp. Pimp my hoe. What was it? You're difficult to uh-huh. do this show with. Like you have Tourette's. Hard out here for a pimp. When you try to. Okay. Okay. All right. That's enough. That's enough. That's enough. He is taking over country music. He truly is. And I wish him the best. I think he said uh, his story is relatable. His story is personal. It's raw. It's gritty. Uh, But he seems to have, uh, he seems to be doing well. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I just think he's kind of the antithesis of like the groomed golden boys of country music. And I think that's changed too. I mean, Luke Combs is adorable, but he's burly. So we got some real men out there doing some country music. Do you find him attractive? Jelly Roll? Yes. No. Okay. Not like my Michael Hardy, who set a record. Where was he? At a the casino. longest jorts. No. At a casino this past weekend for like the largest crowd. Oh, impossible. Yep. No. What? Thanks to executive producers Carl Appen and Hans Appen at the Appen Podcast Network. Also to uh, Steve Mitchell, who provides production assistance eh, occasionally here in Atlanta from Ingo Studios. And uh, new episodes on Tuesday and Thursday of Cadillac Jack Mike. Uh, there's an altercation in the intersection here, Don, outside the uh, Jack in the Box recording uh, oh boy. complex. You hear Don't the horns? There. i tell you what's going on there. Uh, oh, my goodness. It's a Juneteenth. Uh, I got to go. New episodes on Tuesday and Thursday. Cadillac Jack Mike. Please. Let, don't don't touch my truck. What is it? What does Breland sing? My truck. Don't touch my truck. I got to jam some Breland. I got to go. Bye.